This is Together 24-7, episode 25. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Oh, welcome to Together 24-7. I am... Wait a second. I am Super Husband, Barry Cohen. Seriously? I found a button on the mixing board. I'm so excited. Seriously? We got that going on now? Oh, yeah, baby. I am the person who puts up with him. Wait, wait. Do you want to do that? No, I don't. I had my finger on the button and everything. Put the button. Okay, go ahead. I am the person who puts up with him every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I am insane wife okay we're good with that you good yes i will not be editing that out i know that (laughs) oh you know what you didn't even come through because i had you turned all the way down sorry no problem (laughs) our guests today if they haven't hung up on us yet wait wait wait, hold on love you love you i'm gonna hit you so bad (laughs) i guess today are brin and richard hunt palmer and they are hi out of austin texas mostly Mostly. This is their third time there, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, they are married, have been together for the last eight years, and they've got two kids. One is three and one is two. So they're little ones, little ones. Little kids, little kids. The company name uh, or their company is the Birth Hour Podcast. That is the company that they have, the Birth Hour. Is it a lot of screen? You listen to it. Yes. Was it a lot of screaming? No, it's not a lot of screaming. Was it no, it wasn't it's, labor pains? Well, of course it's labor pains. Don't you, do you want to know what labor pains are like? It's like living with you every day. Yes. Um, okay. So, <laughs> getting serious now, folks. Um, so, Bryn is the content manager, and she is the mother of the two little ones we mentioned earlier, and they live in Austin, Texas. Uh, she and her husband recently launched the birth hour. Actually, five months ago is when they launched it, and... It's a podcast where in each episode, a woman is sharing her birth story. I, I know that there are screams in there. I just know it. Richard is an inactive attorney, and, and I need a little bit more information on that. But uh, you are a full-time stay-at-home dad to, the, to your son and daughter. Your daughter's three. Your son is two. Same kids we were just talking Same about. Same kids we were talking okay. about. <laughs> no, new kids. Part-time <laughs> podcast producer for the birth hour. And that's what you guys are doing. On a more personal note, they are nomads. Over the last couple of years, they had 12 addresses. At one point, they sold everything, lived in an RV. This is their third time in Austin, Texas. So, Bryn, Richard, welcome to the show. Thank you. We're so excited to be here. Good, good. Um, Let me ask you, first question, do the kids get involved? Like, are they running up and, and like jumping in where you guys are 
recording or doing anything crazy. You know, I, all kinds of kids have been in business with some people, but uh, with, with some of our guests, but not so much on the podcast. What, what are your little ones doing when you guys podcast? Well, I'm the one that does all of the um, recording of the episodes, and so I pretty much only schedule them late at night after they're in bed or um, on the weekends, and Richard will take them somewhere to get them out of the house, or they'll be super quiet upstairs and get to watch a show. So they're not around while we're while I'm actually recording, but they do like to, you know, get involved when we're editing or trying to get other things done. Um, and they know, I mean, they're super young, obviously, but we use the word working on a podcast with them and stuff like that. And so, um, they're kind of aware of what we're working on. And, um, actually recently my daughter was telling me about one of her friends and how, um, her dad didn't get to go on the field trip. And I was like, Oh, why didn't he come? She's like, Oh, he was recording a podcast. Oh, how (laughs) funny. That is hysterical. (laughs) I thought that was really cute that she recognizes that it's work, but she's not quite sure what it is exactly. That's so cute. It's just when mom is in the room with the door closed, stay away. (laughs) (laughs) So, so tell us a little bit about how you started this and why you decided to do this together. Obviously, Bryn, you, you are the person behind the mic, but Richard, you're heavily involved. You do all the techie stuff apparently. Um, and I, I feel your pain on that one. (laughs) It can get kind of crazy sometimes. Uh, so tell us, how you decided to do this or why you decided to do this? Well, I had been like dreaming about doing it for a long time, like ever since I was pregnant with my daughter and she's three now, so um, about four years. And I was reading every birth story I could find on the internet and knew a lot of moms who were doing the same and staying up too late probably doing that. And I just realized how awesome it would have been to be able to listen Um, in the car or whatever to different people actually telling their birth stories. But I drug my feet on it for a really long time because it just seemed like a lot of work and a lot of things I didn't know about, like the podcast editing and stuff like that. But Richard is a, um, likes to record, um, guitar and singing and stuff on the side. So he had worked with guitar band, um, before. And once I realized that maybe he would be willing to help me out with some of the stuff I wasn't quite so sure about, it gave me that extra push to, move forward. Well, Richard, were you willing right off the bat or was there some arm twisting and tugging? No, I was willing. I was actually unsure for a while whether she would even want my help, you know, um, cause it's, you know, it's her project. It's, you know, something she's really passionate about, but I, I did want to be involved. I mean, she works, she does a lot of writing. I mean, there's a lot of things going on, you know, we're raising two young children. And so, um, I knew that, um, I could, you know, I think I thought I could do a pretty good job, you know, uh, doing some very basic edits and, you know, getting in on the tech side of things and doing some of the back end stuff. And so, um, I wanted to, but I was for a while unsure of whether she, you know, how to approach that, um, without sounding like I was trying to, you know, um, take over or, you know, add an unwanted voice to the mix. Or the typical guy thing. No, no, honey, I can do it better. Um, (laughs) Well, that's the truth. Off-topic, well, pseudo-off-topic question. Now that you're doing this editing and and you're this editing guru, are you being asked by other podcast uh, professionals to to do their editing? Not yet. That might be something down the road. One of the things that I would like to do is in, in the process of starting a podcast as well. Um, but we really want to get Bryn's up and going before I 
venture out and start doing that. So um, there's there's going to be a lot more editing <laughs> in my future. That that's you know I'm, I had a comment and then Catherine pointed to me and I lost the comment. Sorry. Thank you, wife. <laughs> senility really sucks, doesn't it? It's not senility. It's marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So uh Richard, you are a inactive attorney. I was gonna say retired, but inactive. Um so was this your own practice that you that you just put to the side for now? Were you were you um with a larger firm? Was it your you know, what I'm trying to find out is were you an entrepreneur in the past and did you bring that all into getting this going? And same thing with Bryn. Tell us about your entrepreneurial past as well. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll start. Um, I, I started out as an attorney in Oregon and I, I did start my own practice. Um, and I was able to move that practice into a larger firm after a few months. Um, and so that's kind of how I got my start as an attorney. Uh, part of the reason I'm inactive at this point is simply because we're not in Oregon anymore and I'm having to go through all the licensing procedures here in Austin. Um, so once, you know, and that's actually, Coming up in a couple of weeks, I'll be able to um, uh, start practicing. But what I'm looking to do is uh, either I'd like to, over time, um, build this with Bryn, uh, the podcasting. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see uh, what role law takes. Um, it's definitely not out of my life, but um, I might try to figure out how to mix law and podcasting and new media and that kind of thing. And Bryn, tell us about your entrepreneurial past. Yeah, I've always, um, so my career started after college in nonprofit fundraising, which is about as exciting as it sounds. Um, I was never really that into it, and so I always had side projects and um, had a freelance writing business and um, had my own blog and things like that that brought in some side income and was able to take all of that experience of things I was teaching myself, like social media management and um, content management systems and stuff like that into a career shift for me. So um, I haven't had like my own full-fledged business before, but I've always had that kind of entrepreneurial spirit. And I think both of us are in a place where that's the direction we see our careers going is being, you know, in business for ourselves. And I know you, kind of touched on, well, you didn't really touch on, you pretty much told us flat out, because we typically talk about division of labor at this point in the interview. So what other, uh, Bryn, you're on the front lines, you're at the front of the house if this were a restaurant, and Richard, you're at the back of the house, but what other divisions of labor do you guys do as, as far as this goes? Um, you know, not including the uh, incredibly laborious job of raising children, that's why we have cats. That's hard enough. That's hard enough. Um, but is, in all seriousness, where else do you, you know, divide up the labor? Where do you guys overlap in the responsibilities? How do you make sure things don't fall through the cracks? Let's let's let our audience know a little bit about how you arrange your day, if you will. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll start. So, um, for the most part, I try to handle as many of the household chores as possible. And you know, if you're thinking about like a sliding scale uh, from like cleaner activities to dirtier activities, things that are on the, the dirty side of things, trash or mowing the lawn, or uh, degreasing something, anything like that, that's usually what I'm doing. Um, uh, a lot of the things that fall through the cracks on my end are dishes, and so Bryn does a lot of that more than her fair share. Um, but yeah, I mean, we both clean uh, pretty regularly, which is 
a futile task for both of us because as soon as we'll clean, the kids will wreck (laughs) the entire house in 30 minutes max. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the way things have gone. Um, Bryn, you want to add on? Yeah. I mean, Richard is the full-time parent right now because I'm also working a day job at the moment. Um, so he kind of knows a little bit more of what's going on with the kids on a daily basis. And so when I get home from that job, I kind of try to take over and handle bedtime and stuff like that. Lately, our son has been revolting. And so um, it's been definitely both of us on top of that. But um, and then as far as the podcasting, we both split up um, like the website stuff, um, mm-hmm. writing the show notes pages and scheduling the posts and things like that. We're also both trying to handle the social media aspect. Obviously, a lot of it is more um, on me just because I know what like <laughs> pregnant moms want to read and hear. But I also am really confused by Reddit. And so Richard has kind of been getting into Reddit a little bit and trying to um, get the word out there. So we, we do what we're, what we're comfortable with and where our strengths are and split it up that way. That seems to be the the norm. It's uh, we figure out what our strengths are, and then we do that, and so that's right. what keeps people happy. What has been so far? It's a fairly new business. What's been the biggest entrepreneurial disagreement, and how did you guys work through it? I think that's actually the one on me. So <laughs> for so I mean, we have it at this point, and like it, we said, you know, it's new. I'm sure we'll have a blowout at some point, but we haven't had anything that's been too bad. But, um, as a stay at home dad, uh, I can't, I don't really get the opportunity to really vent my frustration very often during the day, like really ever, because that would terrify two small kids. So garage band really gets the brunt of, uh, of all of my frustration and anger. And so, you know, when I accidentally delete an entire, you know, podcast that I've been working on and I don't have any idea how that goes, uh, you know, I, GarageBand gets a lot of choice words, and so when Bryn's in the room and we're you know working together, sometimes she's working on the like a blog post while I'm editing and doing some final cuts. Uh, that's not something that's really helpful for her to hear, <laughs> and I know she doesn't appreciate it, but it is it's it's helpful for about you know a half second for me to to tell GarageBand you know just just how terrible it is, even though. Uh, it's clearly my fault. So but it stresses me out. And so I'm like, it makes me feel like you hate this and you don't want to be doing it. And I could just take care of this episode if it's that terrible and upsetting to you. And so we'll get into an argument over that where he's like, I'm just venting. Like, leave me alone. I'm like, oh, you want me to leave you alone? You know, and then it'll just escalate from there. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, they're so cute and new at this. <laughs> and, and, and let me make a clarification for our listeners. No, Richard is not out in the garage with his guitar and his neighbors <laughs> playing the drums. GarageBand is audio editing software for your Mac. So that's what he's yelling at. He's not yelling at his buddies who the bass player didn't show up today. Uh, no, no. It's the software for editing. <laughs> and of course, that's like a useless threat for me to be like, oh, I'll just do it. Because now that he's been doing it, I have no idea how to edit at all. So I'm like, no, I really need you to do it. <laughs> You know, Richard, you <laughs> you got some uh, points here. Some clout there. Clout, definitely. that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. No, go ahead. You do. You want to do it? Go ahead. You do it. Yeah. 
No, I need you to do it. Here's what I want for dinner tonight. Tonight, honey. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the last question. Thank you. The, the dinner. Le- You're yeah. welcome. This is what we're here for. This is, we're here to be your counsel. Um, we've been working together uh, since 2003. So <laughs> if you ever need to call, um, let him vent, Bryn. I'm just, I'm just going to say that. Let him vent. Don't let him, don't let him build it all up at once because it won't be pretty. That's, that's all I can say is that it won't be pretty. So um, hopefully, you're not letting that carry over into your personal life, but it sounds like a little bit. It sounds like Bryn, you're you're kind of taking it like he's yelling at me, or 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 am I reading that wrong? No, I mean definitely. Sometimes if we're both stressed out about trying to get an episode ready to launch the next day, and it's late for us, which is 11 p.m. because our kids wake us up at five, um, then I'll be. I'll, I don't know. I I think when you're working together with your spouse you're hearing every little thing that's going on versus if I just hired someone to produce my episodes, they would just have to deal with it and I wouldn't hear all the hiccups that they had. And so, you know, it comes into our personal life in that sense, just that it's still going on into the, into the night, you know? And, you know, I can actually relate a little bit, Bryn, because when Catherine has problems with her computer and she's yelling at her computer. And, and I have a very foul mouth. I am both a hotheaded Italian and from New York. <laughs> I'm with you. Well, not yeah. Well, well, I'm from New York, but I'm 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 a calm and collected Jew. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. Anyway, but I, I'm a computer guy. I've been fixing computers for you know umpteen years. So when she's yelling at the computer, she is in fact yelling at me. So so there there is. I know she's just aggravated by something's not working right. And I know it, she's not yelling at me directly, but indirectly, I feel like she is. So, so I get how that I get how that all works. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad I'm not alone. You're you're not the only one. You're not the only one. And then it's super frustrating because he just walks in and it fixes itself. And because I'm then, that good. And then I feel like he did it on purpose. <laughs> he did it. On, I, that's that's what I think. So so let's let's flip this around now. Tell us some of the joys you have working together. Well, one, I mean, one thing that's great, uh, I guess on my end is just, it's really nice to hear the finished product and to hear, uh, what Bryn's doing. It's really, I mean, it's, the stories are inspiring, so it's, it's awesome to hear that. And then just throughout the day, I mean, it's still, you know, because it's so early, I think we're still, you know, we're on Libsyn tracking our stats and just, it's so much fun throughout the day to say, oh, we got this many downloads. Oh, it went up, you know, and so, um, small, small accomplishments, you know, are, uh, are big for us right now. And so it's really, um, it's a lot of fun to just throughout the day, um, check in with each other. Yeah. It's really cool for me because, um, when I was blogging and stuff like that, I felt like Richard didn't really know like what I was doing at all or like what was an accomplishment or not, you know, like he wasn't looking into Google analytics or anything like that, but now he's like in the back end looking, checking everything constantly. And, um, and he's like, you know, he's actually not lying when he says he enjoys listening to episodes. Like, I'll watch him editing, and he's like laughing, and he's like, "Oh, this lady's hilarious and stuff." So it's a podcast he probably wouldn't have listened to if he wasn't working on it. But um, the fact that he's actually enjoying it while he's editing is exciting for me. And Brad, tell us a little bit more about the podcast because we really didn't get into it that much. But tell us what it's all about. Yeah. So each episode I'm interviewing a mom and she's sharing her birth story. Just, she talks about her pregnancy a little bit and then, um, just tells like the story of when she found out she was going into labor and what it was like going, you know, 
to the hospital or whether she had a home birth or whatever, and then just talks through the whole birth story, which if you um, haven't been in that world before, it's... We um, have not. People, right. So you probably don't... A lot of people are like, what? Why do people listen to this? But um, moms who are pregnant, they want to like hear every possible way birth has happened or could happen. And so hearing that it's different for everyone and that all these different things are um, normal or variations of normal is seems to be really resonating with people. Um, and we, we cover all types of birth stories. For the most part, they're all positive stories, um, but not entirely. I mean, some of them have their issues, you know, but um, it's not like limited to all natural births or anything like that. It's um, Give me a shot. Give me a shot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. So we've had a little bit of everything and um, the response has been really awesome. Like anyone who is interested in birth in general is like, oh my gosh, we've been needing this for so long. So that's awesome to hear. And Richard, as you're going through and editing these things, does it make you want to have another? Well, Richard doesn't have you to know, do anything. Every every once in a while, yes. But for the most part, you know, oddly enough, not really. I mean, not, and I'm not, it's not anti-having another one at all. But um, it is, it, it brings right, it's really, it's been eye-opening because they are so, so different. So there are some episodes where I'm very grateful that we're at two, and that's kind of where we're staying. <laughs> um, but every once in a while, you know, especially uh, when you have an episode where, um the kids are involved in the birth, you know, or they have jobs and it's like, oh man, that's kind of great, you know, and the interaction between, you know, an older sibling and a, and a, and a younger or, you know, a new baby boy or girl is, uh, is really uh, just fantastic to hear about. So, but in general, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have to do any of the work. Yes, I, he does. I, I, we'll discuss this later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tell our listeners one or two things that you guys to do, do to separate the family time from the business time. Well, we try to be, you know, really aware of the time that this is taking. Um, obviously, it takes some time away from our kids. And especially when I'm like recording an episode on a Saturday or Sunday morning, I'm like a little bit sad when Richard's taking them to do something fun. They're like, Mom, aren't you coming with us? And um, tug at my heartstrings a little bit. So um, the time that we do spend with them, we try to be, you know, really present for them and not on our phones all the time or checking email or whatever. Um, it doesn't mean we're never checking our emails, but if they are asking us a question or talking to us, we aren't looking down at our phones. We're, um, we're there for them. Um, a few times our daughter even called us out on this. So it was kind of a wake up call. She was, I think it was one of us was looking down at our phone doing something and she was like, mom, wake up. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God, like if that's not a wake up call, I don't know what is. But, um, so yeah, we try to make, you know, the time that we have away from work really focused on them and doing fun stuff as a family. And, um, we also have been putting in a lot of late nights. And so lately we've been trying to have a cutoff time, I would say, and go watch an episode of Scandal or something like that and do something fun. I love that show. It's the best. It is the best. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> Did I tell you Star Wars is coming out soon? I know. It's coming out in December. We saw the trailer. Okay. Trailer I'm very excited about Star Wars. I, d I didn't sound like it, but I am a big sci-fi fan too. So, Yay me. Yay you. Good company. <laughs> um, okay, so with your busy schedule and the kids and the podcast and the this and the that, do you have time to do any reading? And if you do, what are you reading right about now? Or a book that you would recommend? Business. Business related, sure. Business. On the business side, I think, I think probably 
it, at least for me, I've been listening, like listening to a lot of books on Audible, especially with like driving. Um, so that's been helpful. I guess one that's been helpful in terms of big picture thinking is the one thing. Um, I can't remember his name, Gary Keller, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you actually went to a like conference with them, right? I did. I did. I went to like a, it was like kind of starting your own business entrepreneur thing that was here in town. And so that was, that was excellent. Um, another would be, I guess, so I guess two others really quickly would be, um, I think it's one called mastery and I cannot remember the, the author, but it's about, um, um, developing, you know, an area of expertise or knowledge, um, and just kind of the steps that takes and the different ways you can go about it. And, um, there's a really interesting one called Pitch Anything that I liked a lot um, that's just uh, kind of helpful for um, learning how to, in a very short amount of time, you know, condense a lot of material into an effective, um, you know, kind of not necessarily inspiring, but like, you know, action getting um, uh, breakdown, I guess. And I want to thank you for that plug for Audible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fantastic. It I mean, is. It there's is. just not enough time in the day to, to read, sit down yeah. and really digest books. I'm, I've, I've actually re. Uh, there's a book that I've had from the library, and I have renewed it three times. And it's, I mean, it's 150 pages, but it's taken me a month and a half. So to read yeah. through it, I, I hear you. Yeah. I feel your pain. So, so listeners, you know that ad you heard at the beginning of the show for Audible.com that free trial. That's the plug. That's the plug. Get Take it. advantage of it. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, and Bryn, anything that you're reading or that you could um, recommend? I mostly read blog posts um, about like the specific thing I'm working on at the moment. Um, the last business book I read that I really enjoyed, which I'm sure people have mentioned before, is The 4-Hour Work Week. And not just because I want to work four hours a week, which would be awesome. But after reading that book, I didn't think, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work four hours a week. But it was just eye-opening as far as like figuring out a business that you could do working remotely. And Richard and I both kind of have dreams of being able to travel and show our kids you know, more than just Texas. And so all those practices that he talks about as far as making the work that you are doing more um, automated and able to be done remotely was really like inspiring to me, motivating. Like maybe living in an RV or something. Yeah, I, something, I, like that. something like that. So, except you need the internet connection so you could so you can do you the, the podcast. Dish. You put the giant right. dish on the top of the... Does, I've seen, does Skype work with that? I think so. I don't, I don't know. know. We don't have an RV. We have real internet here. So if you guys could give our listeners just, you know, one piece of advice, what would that be? Um, I would say if you're in the starting out stages like us or even still just the dreaming stages to just go for it. Like anytime you talk to a successful entrepreneur, they'll say you just have to start doing it. Um, Even if it's baby steps, you'll just be, I think, amazed at how fast things start happening. At least I was for me. Like I put off put it off for so long. And then I recorded my first episode even before I really had plans for anything. And after recording that first episode, I was just hooked. I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Like that was like talking to one of my friends about her birth. And I just loved it and had a big grin on my face. And that was the nudge that I needed to, um, actually do it. And then when Richard was excited to help me out, that was more motivation because of someone who was account keeping me accountable. And, um, so yeah, my advice would just be to Go for it if you're if you're interested in something. Yeah, I think um, for me, 
one thing that's been really helpful, and I guess it's kind of a cross between uh, the book I mentioned earlier, The One Thing, and, and uh, the movie What About Bob, but um, you know, with baby steps, but just takes, make small goals that are achievable and that you can you know, slowly build up momentum over time. Um, that's, it's been really helpful for me trying to uh, get into editing and all the back end stuff and uh, just, I mean, in general in life. So, yeah. Terrific. Catherine's marking that all down. It's all going to be in our show notes as well because uh, our listeners love to read that and find out what our guests like to advise because our listeners are just starting out or thinking about starting out. I'm also putting all this together in a uh, multi-million dollar Pulitzer Prize winning book. I'm just stealing ideas from people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can I have some of that money? Maybe. It's a community property state. I have no choice. <laughs> You're not allowed to move. I'm not allowed That's to right. move. right. We're here too, yeah. <laughs> so just for fun, let's get into our favorite and everybody's favorite part of the show, the food round. All right. Yes. So with the two little ones, I don't know if they help out in the kitchen, but is there a favorite meal that either you know you two, Brennan and Richard, cook together or that the kids get involved in? And um, if you are... One who makes reservations really well. Um, what hi, about, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> I do want to say that, but it's true. Uh, what about a favorite meal at a favorite restaurant? Um, I would say living in Austin has been really awesome with kids because so many of the restaurants, especially delicious Tex-Mex restaurants, have playgrounds. So you can go somewhere and eat with your kids and be like, all right, you guys go play on the playground. We'll see you later, <laughs> even as young as our kids are. So um, that's been our like usually once a week treat is to all go out and have margaritas and chips and queso. And sometimes we order a meal. Sometimes we just stick with drinks and appetizers. Um, yes. But and the kids play on the playground and it's Amazing. Like, you tell people in other cities about this, and they're like, what? Like, McDonald's is the only option for us. And so. Ikea. And Ikea. Right. <laughs> they got a little bit of a playground there. And do you guys cook together? Sometimes we do. There, I guess the meal that we probably do um, that is would be a favorite is um, a coque vin. It's a French dish, and I made it for Bryn because I was trying to be fancy on the day I proposed to her. And it's uh, basically just get a slow cooker and you add um, a bunch of chicken, a bunch of wine, and, uh, you know, um, celery, carrots, and mushrooms. And bacon. And bacon, right. Oh, and, then, uh, then, of course she was going to say better. yes. Yeah, and so you, exactly, you got to, <laughs> I had to pull out all the stops. And, uh, and, you, and you slow cook it all day long. But, I mean, it's nice because the preparation for it takes a while. So, you know, we can both be cooking, uh, like browning the meat or cooking different, uh, or cutting up the different vegetables. And, uh, you know, the kids are at a great stage now where they really love to um, toss stuff <laughs> into dishes. And so getting them to drop the carrots in is, is a great a great thing, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, cocoa van. It's delicious. Sounds like so, fun. So delicious. Yeah, and if you need your house to smell good, you just Make some cocoa van. chicken and wine yeah, and bacon and slow cook all day long. I'll just stick with the bacon and we're good. <laughs> and we're good. Last question. Red, white, or beer? Um, we are all three. <laughs> I don't know how often you yes. get that answer. Well, not enough. Not enough. We, 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 sometimes we get all three. Sometimes we get, uh, none. Uh, sometimes we get none and then we get various other things, but yeah, all three sounds good. Do you have yeah, a favorite of any? Richard's a red one. I'm a white wine. And then we love trying out local Austin beers, Terrific. which is kind of a, I don't know, a new, 
I don't know if it's new or not. But it feels I, I, I'm, to a, us. I'm a craft beer person myself. Oh. Tried oh, all the local ones. Them. Yeah, Phoenix is a big beer town, and I think Austin is a big is craft a big, brew town also. It's, it's right. getting there, yeah. I mean, when we first, when we last lived here, I don't know, like 2006, 2008, it was kind of starting out, but we came back, and it's just been amazing. And what's, what's really been on our minds lately are uh, uh, sour beers. We got kind of into those in Oregon, but uh, there are some sour stouts that are coming out. We both love stout. Uh, stouts and uh, they are it's it's heaven and so uh, yeah the sour stout and there's uh, a brewery called Blue Owl Brewery and they have yeah. a sour cherry stout yeah called That's Professor it's called Professor Black it's amazing it <laughs> and apparently there's one other one out there. That's the same thing, a sour cherry stout, and it has an amazing name. It's called Tart of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And for our listeners that uh, that are still drinking Budweiser. Stop. Stop. Please. Stop. And, and, <laughs> and, you know, just like wine, where you're going to pair a good wine with uh, um, your meal and make it very specific, you're going to do the same thing with a beer. So if you're thinking, oh, sour beer or this or that, you're going to pair it with the right meal and it'll be complete heaven. And we're going to take a second now to talk about our sponsors. Hello, listeners. We know that many of you are tuned into the show because you're looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper, if you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business-to-business company, well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? don't even have the foggiest clue, then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com. Unless you're driving, then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Well, we're back. And today, you like that? <laughs> the giggle there. Wait, we just left. No, really, we're back. Um, to, we're back and we're doing the pet peeve of the day. That's one of my favorite parts of the show. And today, we have a guest pet peever. I don't we call them guest pet peevers because they are already the guest on the show, but Richard will be taking but, but over the reins. typically we're the pet uh, peevers, so we have always. a guest pet peever. Richard's taking uh-huh. over the reins to pet peeves. So Richard, so Richard the pet peever is here today. Tell us, tell us what irks you. Okay, I know I'm driving slowly, but I'm in the right lane. I've got two kids in the back, so don't cut me off and flick me off at the same time. Thank you. <laughs> and when you have two when you have two kids in the back, you can't curse, so it's even more. I can't respond. There's nothing I can do. Whenever he honks, the kids are like, "Dad, what's going on?" And he's like, oh, "It's a bad driver." And they're like, "Who's the bad driver? Which one? Was it the red car? Was it the white car? Who's the bad driver?" 
So now every time they hear a horn honk, they're like, oh, there must be a bad driver. So you haven't taught the kids how to moon the other drivers yet. No, they're, they're strapped down. They can't do it yet, but I, that's top priority in about six years. Yeah, it's not like when we were kids where you could stand up in the back of the car <laughs> while your parents were driving and they didn't strap you in. We survived it, we mostly. We survived it, mostly. I'm not too sure. Okay, so uh, let's talk about getting in touch with you guys. Um, you can uh, contact them online at uh, www.thebirthhour.com. That's the birth, as in large thing coming out of a small area, hour.com. <laughs> and uh, on Instagram, they are at the birth hour and any other places to get in touch with you guys and listen to the podcast. Tell us a little about, about uh, where they can find the podcast as well. Yeah. You can also just search um, the birth hour in iTunes and, or just search the word birth and we're the first thing to pop up, which is awesome. Wonderful. Um, yeah. So just check us out on iTunes or head to the website and that has all of our contact info on it. Terrific. Well, thank you guys so much. And as everybody knows, to get in touch with us, it's uh, together247.net. So together247.net. You can get in touch with us there and find our phone number and our email and probably the home address, too, if you want to stop by. And we've been Instagramming a lot lately. We've been Instagramming a lot. So So find uh, us. uh, We are real together. together 24-7. You want to say the whole thing without stepping on me? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You do it. (laughs) Real together 247. On Instagram. On Instagram. You may speak now. It, it, it's us. It's our guests. It's the cats. It's the farmer's market. Guys, thank you so much. Brennan thank Richard, you. it's been a pleasure talking to you, learning more about your podcast and how you guys are balancing kids and the family and personal time and professional time. And we really enjoyed it. So thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.